Divine Father, in Jesus' name, we bless you. We thank you for this hour and this opportunity to share with these, your people. Let Christopher decrease and let your Holy Spirit increase. Have your way in this place. Bless your people in a mighty way. And let your word have free course in this place. God, we bless you and we thank you for these and all of the blessings we ask and pray in Jesus' name. It's for your sake we pray. Thank God. Thank God. Amen. Amen. Do thank and praise God for this day, for just this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Truly, I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go into the house of the Lord. And truly, we do thank and praise God for each and every one in the house on today. To our virtual audience, we thank and praise God for each of you the Lord's people. We are glad to be in the house of the Lord on today. At this season in our calendar, we are in the Advent season. This is Advent 2021. And Advent means we anticipate the arrival of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Now this is the arrival. He has already been born. But we're in celebration of his birth. We're not waiting to Christmas. But Christmas actually brings it all together. But in this Advent season, this is the second Sunday of Advent, and we are celebrating the anticipation, the arrival of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It's the fulfillment of prophecy that the Messiah would come. So we're thanking God for this season in celebration of our Lord's birth. The word of the Lord on today, 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 12 through 13. 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 12 through 13. And when you have it, I ask that you please stand in reverence to the word of the Lord. First Peter chapter four, verses 12 through 13. And this is the word of the Lord. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial that which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you. But rejoice in as much as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. The word of God for the people of God. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to share with you from the words of the Lord today. It's an ordinary situation. It's an ordinary situation. 
Again, we thank God for our coming together on this Lord's Day. Now, many of us, from week in to week out, we suffer and endure various issues, various situations, various occurrences. And how we react and how we respond to these issues and circumstances determines our victory or our defeat. But we that are claiming to be children of God, this is when we are put to the test. My Godfather told me some years ago, Elder Harry Ash, right in this church, you've got to have a test and only in order to have a testimony. Amen. So we can't stand up on Sunday and say what the Lord has done in order to testify, you're testifying of what God has done for you. Yes. Tests and trials will come your way. But it's supposed to be that word that's been deposited in you is what you feed off of in order to sustain and stand in the midst of situations and circumstances. And when you are confronted, it's the word of God that we stand on. It's God himself that we depend on. Because this flesh will let you down every single time. So I can testify to the word of God today that I have experienced various situations on this past week to where I can hear my father say in the back of my mind, you have to just go in and take a piece of humble pie. And that's what my father would say. He's right in front of me. But this is what he would say. And I heard him say it in my spirit on this past week. But see, we miss one another, and I'm going to get into my personal business. But anyhow, you have to grab on to previous experiences to carry you through what's going on in your present. The Bible says, think it not strange concerning the fiery trials. Now, there have been many things that I've had to experience on this past week. And many of these things... Thank you, musicians. Bless you today. Amen. We'll come together. Amen. We'll come together. Amen. Uh, various experiences. And with these experiences, you were tested. True. Now, I was tested. I don't know about you, but I believe many of you have been tested on this past week. Amen. And you've been pushed to levels. Yeah. Now, we didn't come to hear about, oh, someone pushed my buttons. One, the buttons don't belong to you anyhow. Amen. Amen. Yeah, you may have some buttons in your spirit, and I may have some buttons in my spirit, but can't nobody push no buttons in me. Because if God be for you, who can be against you? Amen. And see, it's about you focusing on him and not focusing on those around you. Uh, You've got to make sure you know who's in your inner circle. Uh, uh, Because the Bible says, I I, I wonder if there's anybody here know what the Bible says. The Bible says uh, uh, he that dwelleth 
in the secret place of the Most High shall abide. Uh, uh, you ought to be seeking to dwell in the secret place. It is so important that we get with the Lord first. The Bible talks about inquiring in the Lord's presence early in the morning. Some might jump on the prayer line. Some will just uh, grab your Facebook and go to a prayer devotional. Or you might have an app that pulls up a devotion on your phone every morning. Uh, uh, that's, a, that's a contact where you can get into the Lord's presence. It's vital, it's important that you get in the Lord's presence early in the morning. Because, one, you're acknowledging to the Lord. The Bible says... Early in the morning will I seek thee. Yes. And the Bible also says about new mercies I see. Every morning when that sun comes up, or whether it's a cloudy day, it's a new day. Amen. It's a day that God has created. Now, no one knows what's going to occur in that day. Amen. But it's on how you start the day is how you're going to end the day. I challenge someone in here, if you would open up the book, pray to God first. This is what we were taught from day one in this church. Pray. Come on, Minister Yala. Pray, then open the book. And God will feed you from his word so you will have what you need to start the day. I'm reminded of a preacher that I know of. Uh, he, he runs a broadcast on Facebook. And the name of the program is Command Your Day. Do you know that you have the right to command your day? The Bible says your steps are ordered by the Lord. Does anybody here want the Lord to order your steps? You don't want your steps ordered into turmoil. But you want your steps leading you to victory. You want your steps to lead you to be triumphant. You want your steps to lead you to be victorious. So it's all in how you start the day, how you will end the day. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trials, which is to try you. There are going to be things that will come your way to test your faith. The Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. It's not about you. It's about the Lord. Yes, the Lord could put some, put some money in your hand. But the enemy can come with someone coming your way either to take it or take your victory or take that smile off your face. The subject, it's an ordinary situation. Now you don't have to fall for that ordinary situation. You don't have to be in the dumps day in and day out. But it can be an ordinary situation where you've got victory over the enemy because the enemy is under your feet. Because you have the right to command your day. 
He wants you to command your day, but you've got to start the day with him. It's not about you jumping in the shower and you're clean on the outside, but you're confused on the inside. Uh, you worked against yourself from the very beginning. So how will you end the day? Because the day has already started off twisted up. But it's not a strange thing for the enemy to come your way. The Bible says that they come to try to sift you as wheat. But you don't have to blow in the direction that the wind blows. I work in downtown Hartford. In downtown Hartford, every season, downtown Hartford Main Street is a wind tunnel. You can walk up and down Main Street. I know I've got some witnesses. You walk up and down Main Street going to wherever you're going to get to that bus stop or go to a store or a business or a bank or wherever you've got to go, there's going to be some type of wind blowing down Main Street all four seasons of the year. But I come to tell you, you don't have to be blown with the wind in your life by what comes your way. But you can be steadfast, immovable, always abiding in the word of God. Because when you stand on the word, no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. Nothing in this world can blow you to the east, the north, or any direction. But when you are steadfast in God's word, yes, you will be tested, but you will come forth like pure gold. Tests and trials will come your way because it's only an ordinary situation. Amen. Jesus was tested. He was tested, he was tempted, he was tried. But he was sustained because one, he was focused on his father and he was focused on his assignment. Now we've taught from day one in this ministry that every one of us has a kingdom assignment. We have a mandate on our lives that we must fulfill our kingdom assignment. We must work the works of, of him that has sent us while it is day because when night comes, no man can work. So there's work for us to do. And while you're working, yes, the devil is mad. Now, in this ordinary situation, when it comes to when you think nobody's bothering you, that's when you need to question yourself. Are you actually on the Lord's side? See, the devil's mad when he knows that you're on the Lord's side. That's why he's throwing all junk in your way. So think it not strange concerning the fiery trials which is to come, that is to try you, as though some strange thing happened unto you. But while these things are going on, there ought to always be a praise down on the inside. The Bible says rejoice. As much you are partakers of Christ's sufferings. This is nothing strange. See, see, I know somebody going home today to go look at football. 
And what's what you know? What's the basic chemistry of football? You have the offense and you have the defense. And team teamwork is involved. But there's an offense and a defense in your life, and it's on you on who's gonna win. See, when you look at the football game, it's about your favorite team, the objective. You you're hoping that your your team will win the game if teamwork is being exercised. But in your walk with God, you're on team, are you on team Jesus or are you are on team Satan? And it's on you on, on whether team Jesus is going to win or team Satan is going to win. But Christ wants us to be, to rejoice. That's, he wants that smile to show up on the outside, but you know, you got to work on it on the inside for it to show up. Or you got you to work on it on the inside so that it'll show up on the outside. Because you are going to be tested and you are going to be tried. You're going to have to go through some serious situations. Whether it be in the workplace or whether it's an inner issue in the home. True. It could be an issue with a neighbor. Amen. But in those issues, you are the determining factor. My Lord. There's got to be a structure on the inside. That structure on the inside determines on whether you will be victorious or will you be defeated. It's not the will of God that you be defeated, but it's the will of God that you be victorious. Yeah. He wants you to rejoice because victory is on your side, but you are your biggest enemy. You can defeat yourself if you allow yourself to be defeated. Because self doesn't want any good thing. This flesh is a mess. It's your spirit that wants to be with Christ, that wants the things of Christ. I believe everybody can get a, 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 a have their three meals a day, snacks included. But spiritually, many of us are walking around spiritually malnutrition because the only word you get is what you get on Sunday. And we wonder why we can't make it through our trials and tribulations because we don't have the spiritual nourishment on the inside to thrive off of. So we're weak on the inside and it shows up on the outside. So it's not a strange thing you're going through. We've all had to go through. There have been issues in my family I've had to go through. But as being the head of my family, God instructs me there's a way you're supposed to react. Now, mama's going to react a certain way because she's the mother. She's the one that nourishes our children. They, all of our children are, are adults. But she's the one that is the one that receives what's going on in the family. And she reports it to me. We both head the family. But myself as the head, as a male, there's responses from the male and the mother. 
So the mother's going to respond one way, and the father's going to respond another way. Now that's not separation. That's that's not separate, whatever you want to call it. But spiritually, now don't get me wrong. Don't say that my wife is not spiritual. She's very spiritual. And don't make it look like I'm not spiritual. <laughs> we just respond differently. Because we both believe God is going to get the victory in our family. And then when things are going on in the family, something will strike you in your immediate surroundings. So what happens in your immediate surroundings? I know most of my kids are here. Did y'all know that the car broke down on last week? The Bible says, think it not strange, the fiery trials that occurs. Things occur. And it can be one of the simplest things, but our mind, our natural, will go and say, oh, this is broke down. It's going to cost thousands of dollars. That's when the enemy comes in saying, you're going to be on the side of the road. Car broke down in the driveway. But anyhow, but, 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 but with the car breaking down, and the enemy knows that you're dependent on that vehicle to get back and forth to work, to bring the saints to church, help out our children if they need help, with what have you. We need to function with a vehicle. The enemy wants you to be deterred or beyond deterred. He wants you to be depressed because a vehicle is down. The enemy knows it's something simple. But you don't know it's something simple. So it is a trial. I heard the songwriter say, your trials come to make you strong. But you got to go through that trial. You got to go through that tribulation. The other songwriter said, this too shall pass. Yes, you're going through this thing, but it shall pass. Thank God it passed, because many of you were brought here in that same vehicle that was broke down on last week, but it's running this week. I give God the glory. I've been in that same situation where I would have been at a cold bus stop on a Sunday morning to make sure I was still here. Because I'm not going to let a car that's broke down stop me from getting to church. I don't really have any witnesses here, but if there were some that are not here, they knew because we was side by side trying to catch the same bus to get to church because we knew the car was broke down. Count it not a strange thing. But it's an ordinary situation. It's an ordinary situation. The word of God for the people of God. Let us all stand.